Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better. 939, Dean Richard, Sunday morning, WGN. With my favorite Swifty, Dr. Kevin Mose, Chief Medical Officer, Northwestern Central DuPage Hospital. If only I had a friendship bracelet to hand to you, Kevin. Dean, I take it, you know. Uh, don't pretend like a, you don't know what great, I'm talking about. <laughs> no, we've had a great friendship for many, many years, and it's always good to talk to you. Always, always, always. Hey, you know what? I got my uh, flu shot this week. Good for you. Yeah. Had uh, my annual physical this week, and uh, I'm not doing too bad overall. But I said, uh, hey, Doc, you know, while I'm here, how about my flu shot and my COVID uh, vaccine? Uh, whatever else you think I ought to get. And I was, I was surprised that this was at a the, you know major hospital uh they didn't have the covid vaccine i said you mean to i can go down the street to walgreens and get it or cvs or any of these places but not here at a major medical facility and they said uh, he yeah. said i don't know what the deal is but the drugstores have them and uh, in many cases the hospitals don't i was really surprised yeah, a lot of health systems were kind of hesitant to jump in and buy them right now because we didn't know about the billing. We didn't know about a lot of things, storage. So I think, and also when you look, the uptake of the COVID booster has not been great. So I think that the health systems are still trying to gauge, mm-hmm. okay, we know how many flu shots we need. Yeah. We're not sure yet how many COVID boosters we're going to need. So let's kind of gauge that this summer. You mean how many people are going to come in to get them, you mean? Exactly. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to I'm going to I want to get my uh, COVID vaccine. So now that I have feeling in my left arm again, this was (laughs) Tuesday. (laughs) That that is so weird how that completely knocks your arm out when you get get a flu shot. But as you've said, as as I've said, it's it's a little uncomfortable for a couple of days and it's fine. Uh, I'm going to go get my COVID uh, boost, my my vaccine uh, now sometime this week as well. Uh, speaking of that, uh, there is talk of a combination COVID and flu shot that may be coming, right? Yeah, I was just going to say that, you know, next, well, next year, maybe, but certainly the following year, you won't have to get two different shots. You know, we've spoken how you can get both shots at the same time right now. So we know that the body can handle the immune response from getting two shots at the same time. What they're trying to figure out is, can these two vaccines play well in the bathwater? In other words, in a syringe, mm. are they going to interact with each other so that the efficiency and the efficacy of the vaccine diminishes? And what they've seen so far from Moderna is extremely promising. Mm. And Pfizer and Novavax will be, have the results out here shortly. Well, but that won't be as uh, soon as it will be, will be for next flu season, not for this year, right? Correct. And it's all going to come down to timing and how many people they can get on these trials. If they get enough people on the trials and prove that it works and then can ramp up manufacturing as early as February and March when we start to make those flu vaccines, then we would have it next fall. They're looking at it and they're being somewhat conservative, I think, saying, hey, we're going to get the data now, but we're just still going to have to change the manufacturing. So it may not be till the fall of 25. But I think you're going to see one or two of these companies push to not only get the data correct, but get the manufacturing process and the packaging right 
and approval from the FDA so that we can see this next fall for those individuals who just want to get the one poke. Yeah, and that's a consideration for people, you know, when uh, if you're going to get one or two or... You know, if you need a singles vaccine, a pneumonia vaccine, the, you know, whatever it is, you want to keep it down to a minimum uh, for the number of pokes uh, possible. How are we doing, by the way, with uh, COVID right now? Because it seems like, you know, people are, are, are going out sick at work and they've got COVID, uh, you know, this latest strain uh, that's out right now. Is it uh, holding steady? Is it going up? Is it going down? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. What we're seeing is we're seeing a lot more people in the community get it, but the reporting is low. So it's a lot of anecdotal. Like you said, when we have our safety huddle every morning, we talk about how many people are out right now and are they out with respiratory illness, whether it's COVID or influenza. And then because the testing now is done at home and the statistics aren't captured, we don't have a really good grasp on it. Now, we know that there's a lot of COVID going out in the community, but we really can't tell you the numbers. The strain hasn't changed, so that's good. But we certainly can't tell you the numbers of the impact because people are testing at home, are not going to get treatment sometimes, and we don't even count them. So we don't even know that except, like I said, through the anecdotal, oh, he didn't come into work for this week. Yeah. Um, we'll uh, keep everybody posted on uh, all of that, the status of the uh, shots. Uh, I saw a story this morning that was a little uh, disturbing to me, that the first measles case in the state of Illinois since 2019 has now been confirmed. Is that something that we should be concerned with, the general public, or do you think this uh, just could be an isolated case? Mm-hmm. Well, it's very interesting, and it is an isolated case. This individual was overseas and was unvaccinated. Now, we know that measles has not been eradicated throughout the world like polio has, or for the most part, polio has, but measles, there still are outbreakings of this. So really making sure that your child and making sure that you as an individual have your measles vaccine. You know, we all got the measles, mumps, rubella, that MMR vaccine, you might remember. And we feel that it's going to give you lifelong immunity. This individual had never been vaccinated, Mm. so never been vaccinated, went overseas, um, contracted measles, and came home. Mm. Our concern now is who has that individual interacted with and were any of those unvaccinated or under-vaccinated, because you really do not want to spread measles uh, around this country at all. Let me take a quick break, and we will uh, come back with your questions for Dr. Kevin Most. On the phone line, 312-981-7200. On the text line, 312-981-7200. And speaking of uh, Santa Claus, by the way, Santa confirmed is uh, going to be uh, with us out at our Tree Time broadcast in three weeks, November the 5th. Santa will be there. And uh, I uh, have just learned that we can now confirm Dr. Kevin Most will also be joining us out at uh, Tree Time. I'm looking forward to that. It'll be great. I haven't seen you in such a long time. Yeah, you know, last year, unfortunately, I was traveling when you guys uh, had it. And uh, this year, uh, I just talked with Jack, and it works for my schedule. So I'll definitely be out there up in up in Barrington or Barrington Hills, yeah, one of those. Lake two, right? Barrington. Lake Barrington, to, Lake be, Barrington. to be exact. Yes, we'll get you directions. So. <laughs> so you know exactly where to go. Uh, Dr. Kevin Most, the Chief Medical Officer, Central DuPage Hospital. 
And uh, we're taking your phone calls for uh, Dr. Most at 312-981-7200. The 407 area code says, do we expect a rise in COVID cases with the holidays coming up? I would guess the answer would be yes. Absolutely. You know, we expect it for a couple of reasons. One, not only the holidays where we all get together, but also the change in weather. I mean, even a beautiful day like today where it's going to be in the 50s, our houses are closed up. We're spending more time indoors. We're in closer contact with each other. And like I said, not as many people are getting that COVID vaccine to protect themselves and a lot of the illness. So we are certainly expecting a bump up in cases. We're keeping our fingers crossed that we're not going to see a bump up in hospitalization. So really, trying to protect the immunocompromised and the seniors by getting vaccinated is really important right now. So we do expect a bump, and now it's going to be time will tell the impact of that bump. The 630 area code says, I'm a 65-year-old female who just had a pneumonia shot on September 23rd. I still have pain quite severe with certain movements at the site of the injection. My health care provider has sent me to physical therapy for the pain. Are there long-term effects common with this type of shot? I've heard of it. You know, I remember when I had my pneumonia vaccine, you know, it was painful like any vaccine. You're sore for a little bit, but uh, hers sounds exceptional, or he he or she, or her, 65-year-old female. Yeah, it does. I mean, uh, you know, there are times when the vaccine, depending on who placed it, may place it in the wrong part, may have got a tendon, may have gotten into what we call a bursa that protects the uh, the shoulder. And it really depends on how big your arm, your arm is, you know, how much muscle mass you have there. And we can, you can have difficulty. So good that the physician said, we're going to get you into physical therapy, because it's almost always due to inflammation, not due to a problem that, you know, causes damage. So it's more of getting on an anti-inflammatory, getting the physical therapy to get back to it. Do not let this be a stop for you from getting future vaccines this is a one-off and really it's important that you get those vaccines that you've been taking yeah that's most of the questions on our text line this week are about vaccines of one kind or another here's uh, the 815 area code my husband's been sick since a week ago i got my covid vax on tuesday today i woke up sick will the vaccine help me get through covid quicker or easier Ah. Great question. When you think about the timing of vaccines, so certainly everyone should know, too, that you can go back on the federal website and get free tests at home. So they're distributing and mailing out free COVID tests again. So please take the opportunity to do that. Now, with this listener, Dean, unfortunately, the timing is not great. In other words, when you get a shot of your vaccine, it's not like an antibiotic where it goes to work right away. It takes about 7, 10, 14 days for the complete immune system to ramp up. So unfortunately, in her window, her vaccine is going to work, but her natural immunity now is going to have to kick in if she actually got COVID from her husband. Will the vaccine help? A little bit, but a couple-day lead time is not going to make the impact from her having a full-blown infection, which she probably was just starting when she was vaccinated five days ago. So I wanted to just quickly ask you also, you know, we're in uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month right now. Uh, How are we doing in the fight against breast cancer? We don't hear about it as much. I know there have been great strides over the years. Uh, It's still something uh, that women, especially some men, but, but mostly women, should still be very concerned with, right? 
Oh, 100%. And really, you know, we're looking to see what was the impact of COVID. I hate to go back to COVID on this, but during this time frame of these couple of years, how many women missed on it, missed out on a mammography and now are finding out a disease that has been advanced a little bit. Mm-hmm. We've lowered the age, so we're starting to do mammograms on individuals 40 and above. So we really are starting to do that. The technique and the technology, not only for the Machines that we're doing are much more uh, sensitive, much more specific. We're getting a 3D instead of a two-dimensional picture of it right now. Um, And then also we're looking at the treatment options. You know, those that are found early on, we get those lumpectomies instead of the more aggressive surgeries that need to be done. And really it's it's advancing, but it still is the number two cause of cancer in women. So it's something that we really can't minimize. It's not going to go away. It's only going to continue. But certainly having everybody aware of it and knowing that even if you don't have insurance, the state of Illinois has a why wait program where you can get your mammogram done even without insurance. So please, everyone, get those done. If you've skipped it through the times of COVID, it's safe to go back in these places and please get the mammogram done. Yeah, it breaks my heart when I hear uh, somebody who is suffering from it in the first place, but especially when there are deaths related to it. Uh, just over the past week, uh, I, I knew someone who had uh, a breast cancer, treated it, but it, it got treated too late. I don't know if it was this COVID delay that you're talking about, but the treatment came late. It had metastasized. It had spread and ultimately caused her death. It breaks my heart because... Uh, if you catch it early enough uh, these days, uh, it, it it is uh, most definitely survivable. Um, check, hey, Dean. Dean, one one other quick thing about COVID and flu shots and mammograms. You want to make sure the timing of those is done appropriately. You're like, what do you mean? How can this interact with each other? Well, what happens when we get a vaccine, whether it be a flu vaccine or a COVID vaccine, in the arm? it can cause our lymph nodes to swell. And that's where the immune system is happening. That's where the T cells and B cells are starting to be formed to fight off this illness. Well, unfortunately, that's one of the same things we look for in mammograms as we look for inflamed lymph nodes. So I always tell people, either get your mammogram first if you're up for it, and then your flu shot, or if you're going to get your flu shot and COVID shot, you want to wait a little while, probably close to two to three weeks, to make sure that those lymph nodes go back to their normal size so it's not looked at as a point of concern regarding a potential cancer. Yeah, Dr. Kevin Most, Chief Medical Officer, Central DuPage Hospital, will be with us live at Tree Time when we do our show there uh, Sunday, November the 5th. Have a great Sunday, Kev. Thank you. You got it, Dean. We'll talk soon.